The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Episode of Hawk Talk. I'm your host, Pat Benson. I'm here with my co-host, EP, main man, Colin Madden. Colin, how you doing, brother? Doing all right, man. How you doing today, brother? Doing well. Like like you, a uh, little shocked by the news. We're recording this at 1040 a.m. on Tuesday, and word just came in about Bronny James. Don't know too much, but he did uh, collapse at a USC uh, basketball practice this morning, suffered a cardiac arrest, was rushed to the hospital. But he is no longer in the ICU. He is in stable condition. So we were talking just a moment before this. Obviously, that news shakes you up, you know. So huge prayers up to the entire James family. Yeah, terrible news to hear. Their thoughts, their families are in our thoughts and prayers, that's for sure. For sure. Immediately reminds me of like Hank Gathers, Reggie mm-hmm. Lewis. Both those guys, unfortunately, did not survive cardiac arrest on the basketball court. But, you know, thank God, Bronny's okay. So hopefully, you know, he he gets better ASAP. So we, we'd be remiss if we didn't send him our well wishes. Oh, it's speedy so. recovery to the man. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now we can move on to our like, our regular goofy uh, yeah. goofy agenda that we Silly always, season. Silly season. That's it. This <laughs> is my prime. This is when I'm at my best. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm hurt because Trey Young got married this past weekend. My invitation clearly got lost in the mail. So... It was cool to see that. I'd like to have seen it firsthand, but oh well. Thank goodness for social media. Did you did you follow any of it on social media? Yeah, I am. I'm also surprised you didn't get your uh, invitation. I definitely thought it was coming at some point, but uh, you know, congrats to Trey and his wife. I know that they've you know been together for quite a while, and congrats on tying the knot. Yeah, for sure. College college sweethearts, and um, it was cool to see so many of his teammates there. I think Quavo yep. was there. Yeah, he performed. So did. Uh, Jacquees or however you say his name. Yeah. Uh yeah. I saw bro, if you saw any of those Instagram stories of Capella, he yeah. was having a great time. His dance moves were killing me, dude. He was he was really enjoying himself and that, that put a smile on my face seeing him do the Dougie and all this different little stuff. I know, man. That is so great. We love to see it. Huge shout out to Trey and Shelby. All jokes aside, so happy to see the, you know, that amazing couple got married. And now they got a second kid on the way as well. So that's that's uh, super exciting. So Trey is a full-blown family man. Yep. So we love to, love to see it. Meanwhile, um, the NBA Twitterverse never takes a break from dumping on the Hawks, especially Trey. Uh, this week, pretty slow week. And so naturally, it's time to like get some, uh, invoke some hate and some yep. vitriol on Twitter for engagement. You know, enragement equals engagement. Shout out to Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer. Shout out. For, yeah, for, for his tweet saying, how, how many backcourts did he say was better than the Hawks backcourt? There's looks a long like, list. Looks like nine. Wow. Nine. And 
like most of the like and of course people were singling out like he said the milwaukee bucks backcourt and then people pressed him on he's like well yep. chris middleton and it's like well chris middleton's a small forward yep. guys that doesn't equal backcourt yeah, I mean, the Thunder is wild to say. The Celtics is pretty wild to say after they just traded Marcus Smart. Um, totally, totally. Also, I, I don't accept Dallas, uh, Kyrie, and Doncic. Obviously, Luke is great. Kyrie, you know, play a full season, and then we Yeah, can right. Talk. Yeah, yeah. the shell of whatever Kyrie Irving the player is. Same with the Grizzlies. Like, what is John Morant right now? Like, is he even playing and, this year? Like Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain's not better than uh, DeJounte Murray. Yeah, so... And half I don't these, think Jaws better than Trey. So yeah. So half of these you can just blow through in two seconds and just be like, okay, clearly he's trolling here. But I honestly partially think it's these national guys just mm-hmm. don't know the NBA like ins and outs. They just know that what it is nationally. So they just that's what they go off of. Like they don't watch every game and they don't study the film and that sort of a thing. So I think it's more just his ignorance than his, oh, I'm trolling here. Like I think it's literally he just doesn't watch enough to know i think so i mean to be fair like you said it's tough to cover 30 nba teams for sure and I know it does some like draft scouting and you know that sort of coverage for the ringer and like it, it's just impossible to like yeah. lie in and like know everything about the hawks but still bro don't make these like huge like hot take statements yeah. if you don't know about it then don't yeah. have a hot take about it yeah yeah pretty pretty simple but it's twitter now so everybody's got to have a hot take everybody's got to have the hottest take they're actually it's x now right is it even called twitter x. anymore that's it so what are we gonna call it z zeding is the name going away or is it just the brand and the and the logos so on my desktop it's the x but really? on my phone, it's still the bird yeah i still got the bird too so i don't know what's going on Man, you gotta love when somebody just throws away like brand awareness and like a decade's worth of people calling it something for yep. the letter X. And just, people love the logo. People love the tweet, yeah. the you know, the bird mm-hmm. and the the, the bird exact, sound it's when like you like a mascotish. Yeah, there's a whole little shebang with it. But no, X. Shout out to Elon Musk. Uh so shout out. Yeah, we'll 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 keep y'all updated on what we call it. Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, I guess we should cover some some changes that actually happened with yeah. the roster. I guess this would qualify as news. The Atlanta Hawks, uh, they signed veteran guard Wesley Matthews to a one-year veteran minimum contract. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on this addition? I mean, I'm down. Like, it's – I said this to Matt Chernoff, uh, host on 680 The Fan. Hey, if it's better than Aaron Holiday, so – if that's if that's what we're comparing it to, <laughs> then it's better than that. So well, that's certainly a low bar. Shout out to Aaron. <laughs> I love Aaron. But like no hate, no hate at all. But you know, that's he's basically taking that position on our roster. And I would rather have Wesley Matthews than Aaron Holiday. So for sure. Like I was scanning, like I wanted to go and see what like previous like teams fan bases thought of him. And it seemed to be like dude was injury prone, but when he's on the court court he can you know he can okay. light up the opponents so That's promising yeah i mean that's solid you know solid veteran veterans presence in the locker room we still have a young roster mm-hmm. so i think i think that's a savvy move and super flexible you know you can always move him if needed so i thought that was cool yeah on the flip side unfortunately tyrese martin he got waived ahead of his 1.7 million dollar salary becoming fully guaranteed Obviously didn't play much last year. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know where Tyrese is going to land next. What's your favorite favorite Tyrese Martin? Uh, <laughs> Dude, that's the thing is like Hawks Twitter, bro. Like I get that, you know, we want to invest in these second round picks. 
but yeah. the Atlanta Hawks as an organization, we don't develop these guys. Like we, like it just doesn't happen. So mm-hmm. I get that. It's like, Oh, thank you Tyrese for your time here. But like, he was just a second round pick. He played in probably four games, five games, his whole career. And he was a Skyhawks legend. So, you know, wish him the best, but to be honest, may never hear his name again. So who knows? So let's see, do we retire his Jersey? In the college park? Yes, we'll take college park. (laughs) Potentially, potentially. Okay, yeah. Uh, Does he get a thank you video or just a thank you like picture whenever like he comes back or or none of the above? Just like him high five and Trey in the starting lineup thing, like that sort of a montage of highlights. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever. We got some good video graphic guys in the organization. So whatever they can put together, you know, I'm sure I'll watch. They can splice it together. So he did average 1.3 points uh 0.8 rebounds and 4.1 minutes per game last season obviously mm-hmm. obviously not much of a dent obviously like pretty crowded rotation nate mcmillan sure as hell wasn't about to play him yeah. and then like by the time quinn snyder took over like they're pressing for the playoffs so yeah also it kind of speaks to the organization's lack of internal development mm-hmm. but at the same time he was a second round draft pick like most of the time they don't work out Totally. And I'm not trying to hate on him at all, but it's just the reality of like how our team kind of treats those players. Like we don't develop, like if we were the heat. Yeah. Maybe we could develop some second round, some undrafted guys. That's just not how our kind of culture works and how our development works, unfortunately. Yeah. And I don't know if he was just the best fit with the way the roster was constructed and everything, but I mean, in his rookie season, like entering his rookie season, I remember he like lit up summer league and Mm -hmm meanwhile aj griffin missed last summer with a foot injury so like we are all super high on him and I, he'll he'll definitely hook on with another team like True. And, and you know may and see the court more most likely like sharif sharif just won the g league uh chip with uh the Cavs, i believe exactly man so he'll be straight it's just uh you know um it's just a business unfortunately so pat so. quickly going back to the wesley matthews thing yeah. does this do you think this affects patty mills at all uh that's a good question i would rank patty mills ahead of wesley matthews you would. Like okay. the wouldn't you i don't know to be honest no i feel like is patty past the point where he's gonna be contributing both ways like i know at one point he fell out of the rotation and what in brooklyn last year so i don't know i just kind of saw this little signing and was like wonder if this either means no patty or if this is like maybe we trade one of them you know i don't know like now we kind of got two guys right in that spot almost i would be shocked if uh they both finished the season with the for sure for sure they definitely seem like um contract fodder in a trade like in come february like they'll be probably included in something like that just to make the salaries work and that that's what i'm thinking like it looks like we're just filling out the roster right now with some like tradable contracts and maintaining flexibility and leaving the door open to a potential big trade whether it's a week from now a month from now six months from now Mm -hmm. so um yeah, I, I don't know. I guess, I mean, I'd rather maintain some flexibility than go out and make a bad trade. So. Yeah, I feel you. I'm with you there. Speaking of trade, speaking of potential bad trades, uh, what's going on with Pascal Siakam? I don't know if we're just putting a pause. Um, I, I heard that, I don't know if we talked about this last episode or not, but, you know, there's some internal beef within the Raptors front office on, you know, keeping Siakam, trading Siakam. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that's probably why they're just kind of asking for so much still. I, I'm in my mind, what's happening is the Raptors are asking for too much and Fields is just not going to do it. And he's yeah. just waiting, 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 and just going to play the waiting game at this point. And whenever they drop that price down to what he wants it at, he'll make a move. That's my thought, at least. I think you're right. I think the I think Landry Fields is in a position of power on this one, and he's not going to just um, you know sell the farm uh, for this trade. And we have a little bit of reporting from Mark Stein and Chris Haynes. John uh, originally John Collins was included in a Siakam package before he got traded to uh, Utah, but however, teams don't want to put out their best offer for a potential one year rental. There's a quote good amount of teams Siakam won't do an extension with, and it appears that Atlanta would be one of those teams that he wouldn't want to sign that contract extension with. So, you know that that could be why Landry isn't pulling the trigger on a potential trade. It's like, well, we're not going to you know trade all these assets if uh, Siakam's going to totally. walk in for agency. Yeah, totally. I do think personally, if we if we do get him and then our have success in the playoffs. I'm not really sure why he wouldn't resign, but sure. you know, if unless that happens, then I can see you know him just walking after one year. For sure, and yeah, exactly. I mean, it would it'd be tough to see him like turn down like a big payday from a team he's already established with, unless it just went horrendously. Like, totally. I mean, it's pretty tough to like for players to call call a bluff. Like, look at even like like. I mean, it's not a perfect example, but like Zion in New Orleans or Lamelo in Charlotte, like things haven't been perfect. But at the end of the day, like obviously they're on their rookie scale. Yeah. Sale comes much later in his career, but still, it's like it's hard to turn down a big payday. Boom, supermax. Boom, supermax. <laughs> well deserved. So, l- larger discussion: What's the deal with Atlanta's um, inability, the Atlanta Hawks' inability to sign and bring in free agents? Because by all accounts, Atlanta is a great city. Players love it. But no splashy free agent signings. Like we had trouble, you know. There's rumors of Siakam he wouldn't want to uh, resign with Atlanta. Like, what's the deal with that? What's going on? You're tapped in. Yeah, I mean, I honestly think it's the organization. Unfortunately, like it's nothing to the city. Falcons have the same issue though, so it's not like a just a one, you know, a one team in the city mm-hmm. problem. And the way the Braves do it is they're able to pay these people a lot less money to come play for their good organization and know that they're going to, you know, have a chance with a championship. If people come into Atlanta, they want to get paid, paid. So it's like, we can only like, if we want to get these free agents, we're going to have to shell out the money. We're going to have to go in the luxury tax. That's just how it's going to have to go. Like we've never been to a championship in Atlanta. Like we don't have that name brand that just kind of mm-hmm. like keeps yeah. it to where people are going to just want to come to us. So I think, you know, it's just going to, if we keep having success, not keep, but if we have more success in the playoffs, then I think that'll help us out a lot, uh, you know, as an organizational whole. Yeah, I agree. I think just keep building on this incremental success, which they're obviously on the right path. And all it takes is one. Like Miami yeah. wasn't a big free agency destination until Shaquille O'Neal, you know, uh, did the unthinkable. Heat. So, you know, that was a big deal at the time. But uh, that's interesting that you say it's not just a Hawks uh, situation. The Falcons have done it. And then the Braves, obviously, uh, great uh, history championship contender, but also like the Braves have done an amazing job of drafting and signing their totally. guys young. Like obviously. so many of their guys are developed. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, seriously. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, obviously, not apples to apples. It's you know apples to oranges sure. when you're comparing different sports. But it is kind of strange to see Atlanta struggling to be a free agency destination when. 
by all accounts, athletes, musicians, like everybody loves it. Like, I, you know, I love the city and I'm, you know, I'm just a dude. Yeah. So I'm not sure, like if I had the keys to the city and like, uh, and that's the, that's the part of it is like, we would give people the keys to the city. You know, we gave him to Trey, right. When he started playing well, like it doesn't take too much. Oh man, they they gave Trey keys to the city before he started playing yeah, well. Like, yeah. As soon as they traded for him, like yeah. it, it was over. Even during the bad summer league debut and all that. When like, Quavo said he was in, the whole city was in. Yeah, that's it. Once once Quavo gives you his <laughs> of approval, like yeah. you're good. Yeah, that's all it took, really. Yeah, man. So pretty, uh, pretty uh, crazy week, all in all. What is there anything else on the docket we've missed today? I don't think so, man. We're entering talking season, as the people say, and it's just about to be, oh, this person looks like this in training camp, and this person's been doing this. So, you know, may have be some slow news coming up, but, hey, we'll still make sure we got it covered for you guys. Yeah, I agree. I think in the next, like, few weeks, it's going to be summer workout video season. Yep. So, try, all right, here's, like, three quick things we're going to see in summer workout video season. Trey bulking up. We're going to see mm-hmm. that. I, I say – off ball tray 2.0 we're going to okay. see him run around off the ball and then three um okongwu outside jumper jumpers yep it's going to bring that back because there was flashes of it last summer if we remember and we were like oh he's gonna have it this year and then it just never really was happening no it, it never happened but that was a big storyline last year like okongwu said at the end of the previous season he's like i'm coming back with a jump shot yeah and we saw all these videos of him handling the ball around the perimeter, you know, swishing outside shots. And then, you know, that didn't happen. And of course, off ball trade was a huge storyline last summer. So I'm excited about that. That's where I thrive is by breaking down grainy 30 second Instagram videos. That's why we have this podcast for you, Pat. That's right, man. Shout out to our loyal listeners. We appreciate you. We love you. And we'll be back next week. team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners so start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only ten dollars each these bonds earn a fixed seven percent apy and there's no fees penalties or minimum balance required and they can be redeemed whenever you like you can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds go to worthybonds.com backslash save that's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President Stacy Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest 
largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. 